BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And during this week's episode of The Bachelorette, we had plenty of questions about whether or not the men were there for the right reasons. So I called in Katie Morton, who you may remember from season three of the ba- season 23 of The Bachelor and season six of Bachelor in Paradise to break it all down with me live from London. Hello, Katie. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. So excited to talk about this season. I know it's been crazy. It's actually nuts. It, there's been so many twists and turns. I can barely keep up. I had to write full on notes. Oh my God. Well, I'm so excited to hear your notes. I wrote <laughs> notes too. I bet we have overlap. Um, but I wanted to start with just asking you because you filmed Bachelor in Paradise with Tasha, right? I did. So did you have any like French? I can't even remember. I feel like it's been so long since that. But even though it was just last summer, it feels like it was so long ago, I'm sure for you too. But did you guys have a friendship or no? Um. Well, we were in the same season together. And as you know, there were a gazillion girls and we just weren't in the same pod necessarily, I guess you would say. Um, and it kind of went the same with Paradise. I think that our se- we had the same, our season, there were a lot of girls on from our season on Paradise and our two little pods kind of were there. But we still like chat and stuff whenever we were all getting ready together. But whenever it was like during the day and stuff, we didn't really like get too close. So, but I mean, yeah. When you heard that this like switch up was happening with the Claire and Tasha and all the rumors and stuff, were you like excited to watch were you like what the hell is going on like what were you thinking i was like what the hell in general like whoa something had to have gone down but i was really excited because i know i do remember seeing taisha before everything was happening and i did see excitement in her eyes and like hopefulness before they had actually chosen the bachelorette and i think you know everyone that gets to that point or to the interview stage or that level, like you have this bit of hope in you. So I think I I can't imagine what she felt like when it wasn't her, but then getting a second chance and that second call must have been just on cloud nine, which we hear in this episode. (laughs) So yes, yeah, she's definitely falling, falling in love very quickly. I feel like kind of like Claire, but in a different way. Yeah. It's slightly different than Claire. No one's quite like Claire. (laughs) That is a perfect way to put it. Claire, I feel like is kind of in her own category. And when they picked her, I think they maybe knew that something like this could possibly happen, which is why Taysha, they, 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 yes, I I believe they had like a bat phone ready to go to call Taysha in. Like, I think it worked out way too well. Honestly, Taysha was probably just at the resort. (laughs) Yeah. Like why not come stay from quarantine at La Quinta Inn for a hot minute, just in case. And if we don't need you, you got a free, you know, vacation. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was interesting, but I'm excited so far. So good. 
good with this season, especially I feel like the guys transferred over well. Yes. And that was one of the questions. I mean, as someone who was a contestant on the show, do you think that if they, it was Colton, right? Yes. If not that, you know, I, I don't know if you were in love with Colton by any means, but if, if they had, you know, a couple (laughs) weeks into your season, pulled him out and brought someone else in, would you think you would have stayed? I feel like for the curiosity, I would have stayed just to know what's going on. 100% I would have stayed. And a couple weeks in, it's not that I had, okay, so with Tasha, you can see there's a thing with some guys. I swear there's just this unspoken thing that some people have is the chemistry. And with Colton, it always felt a little bit forced for me, obviously for both sides because I left and <laughs> that's how it goes with a lot of people. So I think that if a couple weeks in, I'm like, ooh, starting to force this chemistry and I got a new switch up. I'm like, okay, second chances, let's go. Let's see if there's some chemistry. So of course I would have stayed and it would have been exciting. I think someone actually says it on there like, yes, this is like a new, a new wave because all of the guys that were there probably felt so defeated in the first place because Claire was not giving them the time of day let's be real no not at all it's so interesting because it's like i from everything i hear when i talk to past contestants and stuff you are so in your head like maybe in your head in love with this person because the producers and stuff and it's all you can think about so i wondered if the switch would be seamless but it really seems to be pretty seamless yeah and i think i mean gosh it was it wasn't like claire chose final three and then was like oh new season it was like week two (laughs) so it was within 12 days that's what i have on confirmation within 12 days (laughs) within 12 days and if you weren't on the first if you weren't in the first like group date and didn't have a one-on-one i mean you probably saw her three out of the 12 days so in all reality yeah you can get over it absolutely (laughs) all right let's jump into this episode with the grown ass man challenge featuring (laughs) ashley i and jared yeah so that is where commenced uh the grown ass man challenge which i kind of love i thought it was i thought it was pretty appropriate for the setting um i wrote down grown ass man challenge with ashley i and jared which is so funny because jared cracks me up he's so in his feminine all the time he's he's so great but um i love that he got to lead that and um let's see bennett that's who stood out to me the most in the grown-ass man challenge with his questions he got all the questions pretty much wrong i mean do you think he was just in his head about it bennett if you don't remember is of course the harvard man we know he went to harvard and he couldn't spell limousine he couldn't do this math problem that somehow you know my friend and i were able to solve um what do you i don't what do you think happened do you think he would just like panicked i think there's always a little bit of panic but in all honesty i started making fun of him about limousine and I was writing down ha 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 Bennett can't spell limousine and I spelled it wrong so then I was like who am I to judge Bennett on the word limousine however yeah he does pride himself as the Harvard man which that's where the downfall is but then oh what's it called oh Chasen scrapping breakfast it was so awkward it was awkward it, it the, honestly Chasen we have to get into him it's it's like the elephant yeah. in the room yeah what do you do you think the guys are intimidated by him so they picked on him. Do you think he, we didn't see that he was kind of like really obnoxious. I don't know. I feel like there was something we were missing because this, all this hate about him kind of came out of nowhere and then continued. It did because maybe the guys felt, I get a sense of arrogance about him. And yeah. maybe the guys felt like he had that same sense of arrogance before, but they were just kind of, it's kind of like a gnat, like someone that's just bothering you, but you're not really going to, you're not going to address because Claire was clearly interested in Dale. So it was nothing to actually bring up, but now it could seem to pose a threat. And they're like, wait a minute, you can't, you can't look at the gnat. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so maybe that's what's going on. Um, I do get some arrogance from Jason, which it was awkward. The breakfast in bed thing where he didn't, where he scrapped breakfast, but then Bennett does granted he brought a beautiful breakfast, but he also gets in bed and it's less awkward and it's so comfortable. And they're acted as if no one was there. Yes. So Bennett, even though, you know, he can't spell limousine, which it's fine. I'm a writer. I have a horrible vocabulary and spelling, which is, you know, probably something I shouldn't admit, but it's, it's just, it is what it is. It's not my strong suit. I can come up with the words, but sometimes I have to Google them to figure out how to spell them. And that's how we have Google. Exactly. That's why I was born in the age of spell check. Um, <laughs> but he also refused to do the tug of war part because he had an injury. Um, and then he still wins the grown ass man because he got in bed and him and, you know, Tasha had this moment and he made breakfast great. The guys were obviously a little ticked off that he kind of won. Not that it really meant anything, but on these group dates, like where the, is the vibe just like you get angry at the person who kind of gets to shine? Do you get annoyed when it's like, it's a challenge. And like, if you lose basketball, you actually lose time with the person. Like, do you just not take it seriously? Like, I can't imagine how I would act in that moment. Like, did you get competitive? I mean, I am a competitive person. So I absolutely got competitive. Um, I, I'm trying to think. So we had a challenge that was the vote Vom challenge. It sounds really ridiculous. It was in okay. Vietnam and we had a fight. Yes. And I got Coming back to the me. fight that's like later, but um, I'm remembering that I got really competitive in that challenge. And I'm trying to think who won the that group date where it was, mm, I can't even remember. It's weird because sometimes people win the rose after a competitive part. And then sometimes they win it at the nighttime portion. Right. So it's like the competitive part, you'll be like bummed, but you don't even know what they think them thinking of you. It's like, it's all preference on the lead. Like the lead might not even want someone competitive. Like the lead might want someone who's like ah oh no i'm fighting ah <laughs> or the lead might want someone who's like oh my gosh we got to get down to business you know so it's confusing i don't remember ever getting really upset at any group date roses i do remember one time being confused at one because heather was like guys i'm gonna go home and then she got a group date rose <laughs> and so we i was like what went down <laughs> I like, yeah i but you never know what happens in their individual conversation and that's when you're that's where the confusion hits if you had a good conversation and you think your conversation was good or great and then you think you performed well that day maybe and then someone else talks about how maybe they didn't perform or you see them not perform well and you see them worrying about their conversation and then they get the group day rose that's when you start questioning maybe what your intuition is on what your conversation was so basically you just never know what the hell's going on basically you're you're confused <laughs> <laughs> You're just confused. Well, the other side of this challenge was the man-child part. And they gave that to Ed, who then was given a baby doll that he carried around like night. it was in his actual child the entire night. Do you think they he, they told him he could put it down, but then he was just leaning into it or he forgot? Like, why didn't he just put that freaking baby doll? I don't know. I think like, I don't know. And Tasha doesn't even acknowledge it because she it was supposed to be up to her if, if he could put it down. And he kept bringing the baby up to her and it was just as if the baby wasn't there sleeping, doing yeah. well, doing fine. It reminded me of health class. Yeah, like home ec. Yeah, did you have to have to bring a baby around? I remember I abandoned my baby Listen. by accident in physics class. And then I got um, a picture of my baby sent to me with like a note card that said like, my mommy is Sarah Heron that my teacher had written on it. And I got all these points taken off and it was like this big my thing. Mommy is Sarah Heron. Yeah. I put my baby in a closet because it was crying. For <laughs> I, thought it was I thought it was broken. And I was like, I was like, my mom came in and was like, that baby's still crying and I was like listen it won't eat actually eat okay and it doesn't actually need food it won't actually sleep I'm putting the baby in the closet <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was it. That was when I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, that's it. My teacher won't know. But I, I guess those babies have timers and stuff. I don't know. That baby didn't cry. So it wasn't that bad that he brought it around. I guess that's why they let it happen. It was just silly. I mean, he named it yeah. Carlos, obviously, probably because of the hangover. That was my immediate thought. And I was like, maybe he does deserve mm-hmm. the man child award if he's naming his son, fake well, son also, after the hangover. I think he knew because I wrote down a note. I remember that as soon as he said Carlos, he was like giggling and laughing and looking at the guys for approval. And I turned and I was like, he is not, he's here in this moment. He's here for the guys. Yes. Like he is, he doesn't care what Tasha thinks about him naming the baby Carlos. <laughs> I'm like, he's trying to entertain these boys right now. He was getting a laugh. Yeah, and it's also interesting laugh. to think about all the time that these guys spent in those first two weeks of production. Cause I know already on the show, you spend a lot of time with the other contestants, obviously compared to the lead, but with this, with the Dale of it all and those days of limbo, like, I think they should have showed us maybe some of the footage of like what the guys were talking about. And then we would have maybe understood their dynamics a little bit more. Like I want to know what we missed. I always want to know what we missed. And it's so funny because when you're actually on the show, I remember talking to my producer and I I was the paranoid one. I was always like, is this going to be on? Oh no, is this going to be on? It's just like, at this point, I'm so glad I've like shaken the, that worry away. But like, she was always like, listen, we get 24 hours of footage and people only see one hour. They see about 2% of everything that we get for an entire week. They see an hour out of every like four days. And I'm like, oh my God, you're... And I started caring a lot less. So we see nothing. We don't yeah. see any dynamic with the guys. We don't see... I, I wish that at the end of each show, there would be like a chunk of a blooper reel or like some, just some real nice. Cause I love at the like mental all and stuff when they do the blooper reels. And I wish mm-hmm. there was just like one for each week, but then it wouldn't, it would be too much of a spoiler. I think that's why they can't because then you see people actually getting along. True. And then we wouldn't necessarily believe some of the dynamics that they're presenting, but it, it could be like to do it for like an extra online version. Like if you want to take the time out of your day to go online, to see each week's blooper, kind of like how big brother does the, um, yes. Uh, live live feeds. Feeds. So people know what's going on from the live feeds and then you can also watch the show. I feel like that would be a good back. Um, I can't even imagine if we had bachelor live feeds, I would die. I would have no life. That's all I would do, which is says a lot about me, but I would actually tune in for real. I'd probably just leave it on my phone. Like everywhere I, it would just be like, okay, now I'm bringing my phone over here. Like, you know, you carry the charger with you. You got to plug it in somewhere. The closest charger. Yes. That would be me. (laughs) Um, on the cocktail night version, uh, a portion of this date, we saw Bennett. Well, first I wanted to ask you, Bennett did kiss, um, Tasha. I'm about to call her Claire. Tasha on the group date after he won his award in front of all the other guys. The kissing in front of the other guys or girls, whoever it is on the dates, I think is like the biggest quote unquote bachelor sin you can make. The stealing, whatever, the this, whatever. But I think it's not cool when you go for the kiss in front of everybody else. Do you feel that way or am I being dramatic? I think it's really awkward. You might not be being dramatic, but on our season, I don't think they even showed. Oh, they did show it. Tasha kissed Colton in front of me and Nicole in the jungle. So I was like thinking about it. I'm like, they said, oh, Tasha's not going to like that. And I thought to myself, Tasha kind of did that. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe she, they always say, you know, they want someone bold to fight for yeah, them. So she maybe was, she was bold with Colton. And so I was like, actually, I don't think Tasha would mind it. If she likes the guy, though, I also think that it depends. If there was just a guy that she's not vibing with and they try and kiss her in front of everyone, now that's freaking awkward. Right. But I guess since he had just won this award, he felt the confidence that maybe it meant something. Absolutely. I think she might have liked it. I don't know. But then on the cocktail portion, he tried to steal her like right when she she got there and she was like, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, 
I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. I grabbed the couch. I was like, I feel pain. And I just looked down as if I were there. I think I would have done that if I were there. If I were there, I would have grabbed the couch and looked down, just froze, petrified. But um, I actually think, to be honest, that it was supposed to be Chasen grabbing her. And she probably knew that. I don't know. It's weird because I feel bad for these guys because <laughs> it's almost like they came out of like a weird relationship with Claire because Claire was like, why isn't anybody standing up the moment I walk in the room? And then someone stands up the moment Tisha walks in the room and she's like, hold your ponies. You're right. That is a big difference between them. Claire like yeah, demanded so like, urgency. Like, I need you guys standing at attention when I walk in here. And so he's like, hello, Tasha. Can I take you for a, can I take you for a walk as soon as you uh, breathe? And she's like, hold on, let me actually breathe. And he's like, oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. On those dates, did you like feel pressure to try to get your time or did you just like ride it out? I, I can't decide if I would be like an aggressive person or if I would try to, you know, pull like we saw Ben at the end of the episode, you know, wait it out trying to be last, which totally backfired so always backfires always backfires so you should always go for it you should always I always went for second because I always I went for second from the moment I walked in the house I actually looked at Demi and said you're gonna pull him and she was like heck yeah <laughs> and then and she thought I was trying to pull him and I was like you go girl <laughs> and then Demi was definitely a, 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 a to steal him first kind of girl oh she was she was like why you're gonna steal him I'm like oh no next like I wanted to go second I didn't want to go first I didn't want the pressure but when I tried to go second I ended up fourth and I knew after that night when I tried my absolute hardest to go second and I ended up fourth based on circumstances and fourth was like it took a while they let the first four of us have a solid amount of time then it started getting like trickling down so I was like oh my gosh every single time I need to try and go like second or third and so and stay on top of them about it so I knew from like my night one experience and from seeing I was also saw Heather night one and she was the one leaning back and she almost didn't get I think she got like a second to talk to him and she almost didn't get any time at all. So I was like, okay, so that's what happens. You chill, you get no time. And I always thought I would rather just do it and then start drinking afterwards. Totally get it out of the way. Get it out of the way so I can have a few drinks because it always wasn't like, it's always a little bit of an issue when you're like, I don't know how long it's going to be. All of a sudden it's three in the morning. You've had a couple of drinks and now you get to go. Oh no. But how do you balance that like mix of, you know, you don't want everyone in the back of your head. Are you thinking like, if I am too aggressive, I'm going to look like the girl who's too aggressive. Even if you're just being normal, like everybody else, I feel like I would always be wondering what they were going to edit it to be like. Oh, see, I would, I mean, you aren't, I guess some people seem too aggressive, quote unquote, because they will walk up to him maybe. And then maybe they already know that the guy's busy and going to say no, but I was always just going straight to my producer who I knew they weren't filming. Mm. Can I go? Can I go? Can I go? So I was being the one that was like aggressive behind the scenes. Like I'm going to stand over here out of the scene until I get to go talk. And I'll be like, tell me when I'm going to go talk. Like you can go next. And I would sit on the couch. And if I saw someone else go, I'd walk straight back there and be like, someone else just went. When am I going? Because you have, you have to do that or else you could be last or not talk to them at all. I love that. I think that's so interesting. So the producers are, you know, they're obviously, there they're around there they're they're still kind of form they're running the date to a degree producing the show yeah <laughs> that's the show no, i know it's just hard to date, do but like you just i mean when you have we're all essentially sheep like you have to herd the sheep you have yeah. to make sure the sheep are going where the sheep are supposed to go and we don't know when we can go where and it's not that they're necessarily being controlling in a mean way it's like they overhear the conversations they know when conversations are about to end or begin they know who's kind of waiting in the queue maybe there's someone waiting on the side and i think i'm supposed to go but someone's 
out there about to go. So um, it's literally a whole production. And I think it's always best to try and go, go, go right away. But I never tried to go right away in front of the lead. I never did that. I never that was like, sense. Colton, excuse me. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm out right of my here. way, ladies. Hi, right here. Um, want to check uh, first? So, <laughs> yeah, that's the key. Doing it out of frame. Okay, good to know. Um, someone who showed uh stood out to me on this date that I am now um I don't know if in love is the phrase I should use, but I'm about to is Ben. ben. <laughs> where has he been? And where has he been? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Where's Ben? Ben. Um, I I actually didn't even notice him literally till now, which is so weird. I know, because even like the other guys, obviously it was the Dale show, but there was a few guys that stood out. It was like, oh, at least he's cute or this. Like, Chasen was one who, like, the looks. And I remember yeah. Riley. Like, there were some guys Riley's whose names cute. I remember. He's cute. Ivan's cute. We saw some of him. But Ben, I was like, I feel like they were hiding him. Yeah. And or maybe he just didn't click it all with Claire. Maybe Thank God no... she kept him around. Yeah, true. I mean, he's great. And they have that thing. I was saying that. I was like, you know what? They're very confused as to what it is that's drawing them. And I'm like, that's the thing. Like, when she has other conversations with some guys that are the exact same conversation she had with Ben, it doesn't look the same because there's just that chemistry that mm -hmm. you can't explain. It's the thing that people look for all the time that you can't force to happen. Yeah. So you can have the same conversation with two different people and it feel totally different. And that's what's going on with Ben, which is really cool. And I want to see how that kind of plays out because at first, when they first had their conversation, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Everybody, this is not a drill. Found <laughs> <And then laughs> the alarm. Like Towards the end of the episode, he's still talking about the chemistry. And I feel like the more you talk about the chemistry, the less you get to know each other. Okay. So they're so focused. Like, they talk about it too much. You need to let it happen. Yeah. Like let it happen and then just like giggle about it. Maybe. I don't know. He's starting to keep talking about the chemistry. So I'm interested to see what their conversations are actually like. I also don't know what conversation, what part of the conversation may have been cut, but I keep hearing about the chemistry. Also, that's what happened on my season two. They played me being like, I like you. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't like nothing you talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I don't know everything, but they keep talking about the chemistry but i'm excited about that because i know we so sweet he seems so sweet he's really cute their kiss was clearly you know we had to see all that it was electric i was i was really into ben and you know what about ben there's two things that happen i actually wrote down what he said he said a grown-ass man is kind humble and they protect those that can't protect themselves swoon it's like ben hop out the tv and then and then he said since oh i said since ben didn't get the rose what the f spiral so I was like, okay, Ben's going to get it. And then I realized when Ivan was getting it, I was like, oh, maybe Ivan's getting it because Ben's going to have a bigger reaction to not getting it. Oh, so you kind of mess, you kind of play with him. Like you have to keep trying. I'm not giving it to you quite yet. Yeah. I'm like, maybe Ben's going to have that reaction. Cause then you saw, he's like, he said something really depressing after not getting it. <laughs> the like weird poem like, thing. No, Ben's getting the rose or something. And I was like, what Ben? Ben, come back to us. I know. Don't go crazy. Are, are you in there? <laughs> no, literally. He definitely had like a weird poem reaction. I think maybe, I guess after a couple weeks of the Claire and not getting anything, he finally felt like he was there for a reason. And then he didn't get the validation, but but you can't, right. not everyone can get the validation. That's the show. Exactly. So he's going to have to stay strong and just be confident in what that thing that he's doing, he needs to stay confident in that. And I, I think he's going to go far. I hope so. I don't want to, I don't want to lose him. We just got to know him. When big mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power and your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. 
Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. We can't lose him. Jason on this group date, calling himself Wolverine. Um, Bennett and Ed were kind of leading this <laughs> charge against Jason. Um, and the big question was, there for the right reasons. Now, before we get into him specifically, is that even a question we can ask anymore about this show? Because everyone, I feel like, is there partly for the exposure and partly for love. Whichever one happens, happens. Like, it's kind of a weird At thing to point, even debate anymore. The reason. It's not even about the right reasons. It's like, we're really here because this is going to be a fun experience and maybe it'll bring us some opportunities and in the best circumstance, it'll bring love. Like, it's like right. almost like love is like last. Not not to be, that's not a, like a bad thing, but you can't really go in there logically thinking like, oh, I'm 100% going to fall in love with this one person, this one option that's there because I'm for sure going to have this chemistry. It's like, no, I'm mo- most likely to get, you're you're actually at this point, most likely logistically to get opportunities than you are to fall in love and pray that you fall in love. Right. It's like, it's like an, it's like a added bonus. It's, 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 it's like a surprise, even though that's the yeah. point of the show. It's, if you yeah. go into it too much, then you're kind of the, the, the weirdo who's like in love with the person yeah. you don't even know. You're it doesn't like, usually work out like Claire and Dale wise. Yeah. You, you don't want to go in like just a super fan of the person that you don't know. Cause yeah, then that's, then that's, that would have been weird. That's kind of like researching someone entirely way too much before your first date. Exactly. So, that's freaky. And we don't want to do that. I would advise against it. So yeah, it's like, I feel like we don't even do the right reasons thing anymore. Unless of course, you're just talking about how much you like don't like person or how you don't really get along, but this is going to be amazing for you or something along those lines. Like if you're saying ugly things or nasty things or completely disregarding the lead while you're there for yourself, then, then it's like crossing the line. But the initial reasons at this point in the world, it's like, mm, you're more likely to get recognition than love. So. Ugh. Right. It just, it is what it is. But I, is so I guess, I guess with him, their reasoning was he was saying similar things about Claire a couple days ago that he's now saying about Tasha. Um, I mean, after so, hearing him say Moy Caliente and Bonita and all that stuff a million times, it doesn't surprise me. And Smoke Show, which the big debate. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to say, but when the guys are questioning your intentions, maybe try to go for something that isn't about looks again, right? Okay. I feel like, <laughs> and then they're like, all he says is Smoke Show. I'm like, no, he probably doesn't. Like 20 minutes later, he's like, she's such a smoke show. I'm like, oh, he does. He wasn't doing himself any favors. No, he wasn't. But, um, oh God. Yeah, no, he wasn't. But Ed, I thought, came off kind of annoying too. So I, didn't I, really, like, I wasn't really annoying. rooting for any of them. I'm not rooting for Ed at all. I think Ed is the man child with the baby. I, so far, because Ed, I think it's the kiss of death. It's so ironic. I know I'm one of the people that said something, uh, but I was saying it as I was leaving. You know, I was like, I'm already out. Might as well just drop this. Just say what I have to say. But like, when you go in there, just don't waste your time talking about other people like that because you literally are taking all the attention off yourself. You're putting it on them. It's never going to come back to you well, unless of course the lead asks you. Like if the lead is like, what's happening out there? And you're like, oh, here's the lowdown because we're, we're cool or we're like, we're close. But yeah, Ed is just being annoying in my opinion. I agree. And it was like, Chasen was the clear kind of villain of this situation, I guess. But because Ed was being so annoying, I was like, all right, just leave Chasen alone. Talk to 
Tasha about something else, like do something, put the baby down. Like he was just hard to like root for, to root against Jason. So I just found myself annoyed at all of them and over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt, I felt like this whole thing, I actually wrote notes down, right? Okay, so I wrote notes. And then in the, I made like a side thing. So I was like, who did I even talk about, right? There was only five people really discussed here. Bennett, Chasen, Bennett, Ed, Chasen, Ben, Ed, Ben, Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> Bennett, Ed. Like literally it was just like Bennett, Ed. And then Emily sneaks in Zach C. Zach C. Zach, Zach C snuck in and so did... Um, Noah. Noah. Okay, yeah. So let's That's get into Noah. Okay, so we saw obviously the rose ceremony. Everyone who was problematic got a rose because this is a show and we need to keep them around, obviously. Right. Then we go to a second group date because I totally forgot that this has all been like a continuation from the first episode. It's been so weird to follow because we didn't get any one-on-one stuff. We just all of a sudden were at a wrestling arena with Wells and <laughs> a lot of oil. And I was like, if the Bella twins weren't pregnant when they filmed this, they totally would have been the guests of honor. That was my first thought. And then I was like, I can't believe we're doing another like competition. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but it just after all the backlash of strip dodgeball, now we're oiling them up. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah, it's getting a little bit much. And I'm actually shocked they did something such as wrestling because we did a fighting group date and they canceled our fight because they thought someone was going to get hurt or people were because people were like crying. And it's just, I'm like, men, these grown men actually wrestling with oil could truly hurt themselves. I was legitimately concerned. However, no one hurt themselves, so it was fine. And speaking of no one hurting themselves, Ed was like, I'm opting out my shoulder. It might get hurt. And then Chris Harrison goes, you're built like a brick wall or something. And he goes, he goes, that's, <laughs> what did he say? He said, careful lifting. And then he just like, he said, that's a lot of careful lifting anyway. And then just kept going. And I was like, it was oh. a lot. It was a lot, but um, it was interesting. Yeah. And then Noah just pops in the ring for him and I mean, steals the entire rest of the show. Totally. And first of all, with Ed, I just feel like he should have talked to Tasha. I thought it was weird. He went to Chris Harrison. Hey, Chris. Right. Like you're not friends with Chris Harrison. Like I feel like a lot of times they think they're friends with Chris Harrison. They're like not. Chris Harrison's still studying your names. Like he doesn't really care. Chris um, Harrison has no idea who you are. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like until you're on, you're the lead or on like a paradise type thing where you like are there a lot. I don't think he knows who these people are. Yeah, no. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you guys. Chris Harrison is not your friend. Um, So I think he should have told. <laughs> She's just not. He should have told Tasha. And he should have not done it unless this was editing right when they knew he was going to fight Chasen because it just made him look like I don't blame him for not wanting to do this. It was stupid, but it just made him look kind of lame. Yeah. And he already was oiled up. Yeah. So he was ready. And then all of a sudden they were like, okay, we have to fight Chasen. Like, obviously, because you hate each other. That was the sketch part. It was like, okay, on our little date, every girl, all the girls were like, we don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. And so it wouldn't have been weird if someone was like, I don't want to do it because every, I knew everyone had been saying that. However, this guy was just sitting there. He had lathered himself in oils. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, Ed. Jason and he's like actually um I just developed an I, illness out of nowhere <laughs> I've got an illness <laughs> I've and been it, through more than you know. It's serious. And I got to talk to Father Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Father Harrison. Oh, my God. Well, something that's been different about this season in general is because they're on this resort, they keep inviting the guys who aren't on the dates to the dates. And at first, I thought maybe it was like the Dale thing. Like they wanted him at the roast because they were like wanted to Me get too. as much footage of Claire and Dale as possible. But then they had the guys not on this date, like in the audience. And I 
know they can't have a normal audience, but it, it, it's opening the doors to a lot more drama, like Noah jumping the fence, very cold. But it's actually like, that's like actual real drama, which I like. True. Like not, I like, I don't want to be a part of it. I like feeling <laughs> Right. Um, that's actual, instead of being like, I, I just like that they were a part of it because why not? And there's no audience that that was a good set of, that was good to have. And also what would they be doing? Just like twiddling their thumbs in their individual rooms. Like, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. And apparently it was like 119 degrees, which I've been saying this whole time. I'm so impressed with both Claire and Tasha. They were like glowing in the best way. They looked so beautiful and they always, they continue to. And I don't understand in that heat how it's happening. Wow. It's that dry California heat for you because paradise doesn't do things like that. <laughs> I feel like in paradise, you guys are all just like so sandy. I love oh, seeing by the end, like everyone's like eyelash extensions and hair. Like it's just, you can't really save it. You can't save yourself there. You're just like a Krabby Patty over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I can only imagine. Uh, um, yeah. So then, so then, so we have that and then Noah gets in the ring, like murders it, even though Chasen does win, which is I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. I actually didn't realize how oily they really were. I actually thought some of it was sweat, but it really was oil. Um, Chasen does win, but she totally goes for Noah. She invites Noah to the, the time. Yep. And then he gets the rose. Mm-hmm. Cause he shaves his mustache. Turn of events. No pro, no pro or con Noah. mustache is the kind of Noah that we. I'm I'm con the mustache. I'm pro I'm pro no mustache Noah. Me too. But I'm not pro Noah. Agreed. But he looks cuter without the mustache. Absolutely. He looked like Ron Burgundy before. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he kind of when they shaved it he kind of looked like he belonged on like laguna beach or like some mtv show he was like a he looks very Burgundy. pretty yes and the baby oh, face no, he was like he before the, he shaved it he was jason from the hills oh this is so good and after he shaved it he was steven from laguna beach yes he was like bad boy you know crashing so like the date boy. yeah pretty like baby face pretty boy baby face interesting yeah. and it yeah. worked for her obviously um it's another example of you know it's i feel like beach, so it's not that far <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe he'll get a, he'll get a deal. Um, he'll get a show. I think it's interesting. Um, because the guys, instead of being mad at Ed, they were so mad at Noah. I'm like, why weren't you mad at Ed for letting Noah have the opportunity to crash this stupid date? I'm like, why isn't everyone still calling Ed a man child for all this? (laughs) I know they seem to all get along with Ed. I'm like, no, we all need to turn on Ed. So so there has to be something really, really great about Ed that we're just not seeing, to be honest, because Taysha kept him and Taysha doesn't like, I don't know Taysha super well but i do know that like if ed were just absolutely obnoxious i don't think she would have kept and although he's seeming very obnoxious to us there's something about him that's keeping him around even if it's a friend zone right he's like he's trustworthy or he's like cool and funny or something like that's comforting about ed being around and it seems that way around the guys as well because they don't seem to not get along with him they don't seem to be against ed even when he's like piping up to chasen no one's like ed stop it man or no one's talking bad about him he's just like there doing it and it's annoying us, but no one's saying anything about it. So it must not be that bad. You're right. There's always stuff we don't know. I, I always I always go also back and forth between that too, because it's like you want to be smart and watch the show smart. Be like, what aren't they showing me? Whatever. But also sometimes I just want to sit back and judge what's on my screen because I'm allowed to do that. And as long as you're not being mean and you know, being insane, like some people on the internet, I think it's okay, okay. to just be like, this is what they present.
resented me and I would not have kept him around if I was her. Yes, exactly. I agree with that. I always listen to the scoring, the music. Oh, because it's like when even with Claire, I feel like there were certain episodes. The first episode, I was like, oh, I'm all in. I love her. She's so like strong and badass. And then by the second episode, when Dale was like creeping around and they were like having him fake crash the dates, like I was like, oh, they're making this so silly now. And she's like turning into the villain of her own show. Yeah. Yeah. And they can do that with like simple background music. It's crazy. I always pay attention to the music. Every time the music starts getting weird, I'm like, ooh, they're trying to make someone look like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm let's go. Turn it up. Um, like, let's go. Who is it today? So, no, totally. And then Zach C snuck in later. Yes. Randomly. Just she like likes that. him. Yeah. And I feel like he's going to go really far because straight up, I don't think he, he has the same attractiveness to me that like Ben does. They almost look a bit similar. Mm -hmm. And but he has this like calmness that I think she really loves. And she said something like a man amongst the boys. Like he was, she was able to step out of all that boyish stuff that was going on. And he was like, yeah, you know, 36, uh, not here for a long time, here for a good time. No, <laughs> he was like, I know what I want. I, and a lot of those guys are saying that same thing, but he says it different. And you can tell she believes when he says it. Some guys are like, you know what? I'm here. I want a family. They're doing the whole interview process. Process. They're spitting out like, all of the all the check boxes, and they're like, "I want family. I want kids. My sister has them. This, this, and that." And he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm just no bullshit." <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like with Zaxi, Ben, um, and Brendan, who we didn't see a lot of on this date, but we, we saw the the one on one date last week. But they both had been divorced. They had a lot of connection, and I feel like they didn't show him because he's like the front runner, and they don't want us to know. So I, I mean, that's he's how they one are to watch. about every front. But, yeah. Um, yeah. He. I think he's really cute too. Like I think yeah. she's. I think she's with him. She's a little bit smitten by him, but like, but still has like pushed back a little bit. Same with Ben. So you know when she likes someone because the guys that she she doesn't really like, she's like, yeah, and she'll entertain their conversation. She's like, wait, I yeah, what else? What else? Ask questions. You know, like I feel like she thinks she's not doing enough for them. And then the guys that she really likes, like Ben, she's like, I'm leaving. And it was like the cute, like I'm out of here. And he's like, yeah. where are you going? She's like, leaving. And he's like, but where? <laughs> and it's like, like you didn't oh. find me in time. She's like, yeah, and, and it's just like it's cute how she does it, but I get what she's doing because it's like, oh, when something's like so good or feels really good, and you, it's like just that good feeling. You don't know what to say, so she's just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that's cute. She's not leaving because she thinks that they're weird. She's leaving because she's like, this is really fun. I don't know what to do right now. But um, with the other, with any guys that she doesn't seem to be feeling, she just it seems like she feels like she has to ask them like the question. Mm -hmm. and go through the process yeah. for the sake of doing it. I agree. I totally agree. And I think that this episode really felt like for the first time, not that I didn't, I liked the other episodes because they were very entertaining and uh, answering a lot of questions and stuff. But this felt like I was watching The Bachelorette. I was like, there's a couple guys that are in the running. They're all pretty cute. There's a villainy guy, some guys that are clearly been friend zoned already. And then there's like, there's like a handful that I could see having a moment with her. So I, and I don't, I'm not sold on anyone yet. So it's good. It's the kind of fun. Do you think you could pick a top four? Yes. God, I think I could pick a top three. Okay. Okay, well, Ben is my personal. I want him to be with one of us, but I'll give him to Tasha. All right, all right. All right we'll ben, do, well, Ben, Ben's, Ben's up there for me, and Zaxi's up there for me too. Brendan, Brendan, and also for me, Riley or Ivan, Ty. Okay, I like. But that. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her with Riley. I think I just like Riley as a person. Right. I, I do know too. Her so well, because <laughs> we're all so close. Um. Yes, I like. And Ivan got a group date rose, so that could be something.
something over but over ben but noah is the other one that might sneak up or maybe he'll get sent home like right before i was gonna sabotage himself okay i get that feeling i from the from the preview of the next episode i feel like noah's gonna sabotage himself what do we think they're gonna do for the hometown of it all hometown oh because they can't go home is this gonna be a facetime hometown (laughs) i mean maybe they have to do something are they zooming in? <laughs> um, I bet you, well, I don't know if the families even could have the luxury of actually quarantining for that amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and how I quickly did everyone... she pick them? Like how the four, how many do they bring out and then send home? Oh, shoot. I, be, I bet they'll still do four for quote unquote hometown. I wonder if they'll just do her home as opposed to theirs. I wonder, oh. I don't know. It's hard with COVID. It's hard to under, it's hard to know. Yeah, it's definitely hard to know. We know that Matt James season is filming now. But we're asking everyone in Bachelor Nation what you want from Matt James or your advice to Matt James or what you're hoping for Matt James, just any anything like that. I hope that Matt James is just able to let go and not let anyone's anyone else's opinions get in his head and just follow his his actual gut, which is something I did write that I thought Tasha did so well. And she's always done a good job of this. I put Tasha going with her gut and taking that pause is something so admirable. When Jason was like, I, oh, you want to walk back? She was like, I think I'm going to stay here. And then she just stayed there and like took a moment. And she's like, I got to go with my gut. And it's not like she was like, I got to go with my gut. Get out of here. She was like, I got to go with my gut. I'm going to breathe and think. I'm going to give him a chance, but I'm going to put myself on hold for a minute. I love that. I feel like I a, lot of, a lot more people could like enter into situations with a calmer mind. I and like, I think keep instead your cool. of going with her gut and like just picking like a very drastic decision, doing like a drastic decision making situation, she was like, I got to go with my gut and take a pause before I make any decisions. And I loved that. So I, I, feel love like that too. Her, I feel like whatever happens with her season, I like trust that it's going to be whatever's honestly best for her because she clearly is like doing what she needs to do for herself, which is nice. And that would be something that Matt James could do too. And that's something that Matt James should also take in. Like Tasha's been on two other seasons, which is is nice because she knows the chaos. And I feel like what's crazy is Matt James hasn't been on one season. So he doesn't know any of the chaos, which could work so much for him or so much against him. And I'm just praying that it works for him because he won't know the BS parts. Like the parts that you're just like, what the fuck? Like you're just like, <laughs> this is absolutely not it. Or if those parts come up, he'll be like, no. Like he'll know what's right and what's not right because he's not in the, um, not the word submissive, but like the inferior end. Like I feel like when you're, when you show up as a cast member and not the lead, you're like, you start off as this like, like kind of inferior side where you don't have any control of what's going on. And he's going straight into this control more controlled role where he doesn't feel like his fate is being like quote unquote decided for him so i hope that works and to his advantage it's going to be really interesting to see because we haven't had like a fresh face in a really long time of someone who was not in from the franchise so i'm, I'm i think it's so cool do you like that yeah i mean first of all he's gorgeous and we kind of know him like through tyler so it's not totally blind but i think it should be interesting to see if it, affects, if it affects the show that he is you know new to the cameras and stuff like is it will it be like innocent or will it maybe have some learning curve? Like, I'm not sure, but I think it'll be cool. I think it's totally up to the generation of who the editors are. I personally think that. Ooh, I like that. It's like, what if, if the editors are a 
bunch of like, let's say the editors are baby boomers and they just keep go doing how the show is supposed to be. Maybe they'll hide his like innocence or whatever it is and like keep making it like kind of cutter. Or let's say they're Gen Z and they just show like a bunch of the like F ups. Mm-hmm. And like some raw and realness because like Gen Z or like the people that are killing TikTok, but like that's all the people that are like super real, super raw about everything. So I feel like if there's like a good mix of like the editors and like what's going on there with those those minds, I think it could be really cool. I think it also is the same thing with the audiences, both of those. So it's like, who do yeah. they want to cater to? Because I think we're all watching, but they're definitely people watching for different reasons, which like this season, they almost had a perfect mix of the people there for love, get Claire, all of us that are there for maybe a little bit more drama. We're we're kind of getting Tasha having a more traditional format. Not that she's drama, but the guys yeah, are just getting generally. Drama. Yeah, which is nice. I think, yeah, I guess it's kind of like if the similar editors are there, obviously not similar situation, but well, is there anything you have going on that you wanted to talk about or anything like that? I know you're, you know, you're, you're uh, overseas. <laughs> Oh, I'm overseas, baby. My tank is getting filled. By who? Well, that's to find out. But I actually posted a little story on my IG. Okay. All right. So we're, we're taking it slow. We don't want to get vaccination invested. You can if you want. But I, I've been keeping it super private. But I was like, you know what? You can't jinx the right thing. So if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If I get hurt, I get hurt. My mom said, you better run through the minefield. And if you get blown up, you get blown up. And I was like, mom, Jesus Christ. That's a little um, extreme. But I, I like like her idea it was extreme i would think she was going for the hunger games idea like you just like run through and if you get blown up you get blown up but if you make it to the end you make it to the end you have to run through any and just go and your mom and thinks like, you're katniss that's awesome i'm like damn am i katniss or am i rue <laughs> both great options <laughs> one great ends a little option. better but <laughs> exactly yeah i guess i'm katniss but yeah so i'm just i'm just trusting and going going with my gut is that I'm actually listening to my gut i'm having a really really good time even though we're in lockdown i'm i'm really happy so yeah that's awesome you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but how did you meet um met two weeks before paradise oh but randomly on the street and didn't talk at all because i was not in the headspace to be meeting any boys or men men grown-ass men grown-ass men and then that was year two years ago almost now and then randomly i had all that drop like big not so good relationship obviously everyone saw and then i had a big sad moment to myself then i had to rebuild myself back up have a lot of self-love and care and then i got back to right at that point i was right before paradise and he slid into my news so wow a little little uh, i don't know what the right word is but you know it all worked out for it was a reason, really good time and in all honesty uh it was really a dating app that should that I was in London and I wasn't in London. So obviously they thought I exhausted all my options in the US. <laughs> they were like, all right, girl, we're gonna pay for the flight. You gotta, you gotta, so, we need so we want then, to find love. Yeah. So then I got a DM. I was like, oh hi, forgot about you. Hello. And then then just kept going good. Thank you for for doing this with me and giving me a little a little bit of tea. We have a little tea. We have something to look for. That's we can it. watch Katie's Instagram and get get all the rest. <laughs> Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you to Katie and to everyone for listening to another week of Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast here for the right reasons. We will be back next week to break down even more feuds and roses and drama and all that good stuff as Taisha looks for her man. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review and come back next week for more here for the right reasons. Bye.